Alright, welcome, welcome, welcome to another um, edition, recording, not sure, of, um, yeah, another edition of my FX Buddies, the podcast. And I say the podcast because there is also a blog under the name of my FX Buddies, which is where you should go to see all of the, oh, I should turn that TV down, shouldn't I? <laughs> um, all the articles that I'm going to discuss, and I'm going to point out a picture or two. Alright, this is episode number, oh my, it's been four days. It's been four days? Did you miss me? It has been four days because, oh, maybe that's my new password. I just changed a password to something, <laughs> and I already don't remember what it was. But anyway, but I think I have found it. Okay, anyway, this will be episode 37 of My Epic Buddies. Okay, so let me put, even though I don't think it matters for you. Oh, come on, Ben. 37, and I am recording this. It's 11.03 p.m. April 20th, 4.20. The big smoke out day, which I don't even smoke, so. But I do find it interesting that there's a day dedicated to something that is federally still illegal. <laughs> but we'll see by the end of this year if that is still the case. Alright, so we're going to get into it. Um, so we had everything, well okay, right away, if you're in a hurry, I will tell you. Everything's still the same, we're still waiting. So if you gotta go, um, we're just a few more days closer to, it's either May 7th or May 9th, depending on what day, where you are in, in the world. Uh, but Sadar said 40 days, I'll, I'll talk to you in 40 days. So this podcast will just be, it's a news catch up, but we're still in the same place. Um, but there was, so, Sunday? What, 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 what's today? It's Wednesday right now. Tuesday. I don't know. There was one day that was a really good article day. Um, that may have been the last day that I posted. Yeah, so then Sunday was Easter Sunday, and I didn't do too much. Um, yeah, but anyway, so here we are. And we'll just get into it. This is going to be boring. And I I know I'm speaking low because the hour. Alright, so let's get into it. So you're looking at, well, you know what? I thought, uh, whatever there was on April 18th, it doesn't matter. But let me just give you some background of stuff that's going on. So, um... Turkey is on the border of 
Iraq, but up the northern part, which is what they call Kurdistan. And every now and then, Turkey bombs Kurdistan. But I'm not supposed to say that. Technically, that's incorrect. There's a terrorist group that is on that border line, on that border, but um, <laughs> they seem to only terrorize Turkey. And so when Turkey says, no, no, we're not bombing Kurdistan, we're bombing the terrorists that are staying in Kurdistan. <laughs> totally crazy to me, but you know, whatever. I'm just glad I live in America. Well, at least for now, right? But anyway, <laughs> uh, so that happened. But prior to that happening, Barzani, I think I may have talked about this on the last one. Because there's Daddy Barzani, there's the son Barzani, and the nephew or cousin, right? Um, but so the son Barzani had gone to Turkey to meet with Erdogan. And, you know, indiscriminate words of what they met about, right? So, that happened. So, son Barzani goes back to Kurdistan. And, yeah, more bombs fall. But this time, Sadar is speaking out. Sadar's like, oh, wait a minute. We are a sovereign country. Who are you, Turkey? To be bombing us. So, with Sadar involved, things may be a little different now. I don't know. Okay, so that's like a little underlying background story that's going on. Um, over the weekend, someone in Sweden decided to burn a Quran or a chapter of the Quran or something. So that um, upset Sadar. And he came out, he did a three-page tweet, which I did not translate and read. Well, I did a little bit. That's how I know it had nothing to do with politics. So I was like, I'm not getting involved with that. So I didn't um, do that. But they summoned the Swedish ambassador. Um, so, you know, anytime that happens, anything could happen, right? You, know, you just never know that um, it's never good when they do that. But so far, so today, here we are Wednesday going into Thursday. And there doesn't seem to be any retaliation or anything. Okay, so now, you know what, let me see if I can find his picture. Um, Here he is, right here. Oh, no. Let's see. The, okay. This is Daddy Barzani. This is who I call Daddy Barzani. And see his name? Masood. Masood. Barzani. But, let's see. So, um, the son one, he goes back to Turkey on his way to London. So he went to London to meet with uh, Johnson. 
I'm trying to see if I can get a picture of him. To meet with Johnson. I know where I can. Um, you know who Johnson is, right? The one who may not be in power much longer. Because he was living his best life and had some champagne parties. Oh, look how pretty that is. Anyway, sorry, okay. So, um, now I really want this picture. It's just the principle of it. But, uh, the Kurds in London threw eggs at the son Parzani's car. So, I had no idea he was so unpopular over there. So, and see, we don't, because Kurdistan is pretty much, um, I don't know the right word. They're not technically tied to the IMF and the World Bank, so they don't technically have to go by what Baghdad does, right? Okay, I'm not going to see it. I'm not going to get it. Anyway, so um, they are able to keep their business out of the media. So I'm guessing things are worse in Kurdistan than we really know. All right, let me get back over here. Um, for, you know, for that to happen, for that to get out. And the only reason that got out was because he was in London. And London puts everything in the media. So, yeah, so I thought that was interesting. So, I presume his meeting is over and he's back. The son, Barzani, is back in Kurdistan. So, that's just, you know, like I said, other little things that are going on. They don't, I doubt they affect the exchange rate, but you never know. Um, maybe they are like dominoes, and maybe they affect other things. So, I just thought I would fill you in. Okay, so that's background, and let me see if I can, oh well, mm -hmm. nope. Oh, strategic goals. Okay, anyway. So, let's get back over here. Alright, so, there were two really encouraging articles. Oh, also, so, something happened where they put the whole country of Iraq on extreme alert, which is level C, see, in all governance. That means all of Iraq, but I bet you they weren't out in the sheep fields, you know. But, yeah, so there was some kind of threat, and who knows what it stemmed from. Was it Hezbollah? Was it from that burning of the Quran thing? Was it Turkey? Who knows, right? And, um, so yeah, so they're there for 72 hours, which I believe is up tomorrow. So I said, hmm, something's going on that they're not 
fully telling us about. Okay, let's see if I can find. So, I think these are the articles from the 20th. Yes, so let's go up to the top. Oh, well, here is the title um, of the blog or whatever. Oh, yeah, if you use Spotify, go to Spotify.com and do a search for My FX Buddies. And you can watch a video of this. Okay. Then you can see, okay, this is Amiri. This is Kazemi. And I don't know who that guy is. That might be River, River Ahmed. But I don't know. Let me see, is it? Yeah, so this was my favorite article from April 19th. Iraq is far from bankruptcy, and its reserves are close to $70 billion, and we know that number is even low. They're more like 90 to 100, especially with oil being $107, 106 per barrel, and there is projections for it to rise again to $145 per barrel. And, uh, yeah. So, let's see. Oh, I liked this article because they talked about the purchasing power. So, it is kind of long, but it's good. Um, is this? No, no, no. Okay. So, raising the value of the Iraqi dinar, which is what we want. We want the value of the Iraqi dinar raised. We'll make it a competitive currency that will help lower the prices of commodities and foodstuffs in the markets. So then it goes on to say a bunch of stuff I already know. But, um, and whoever wrote this article was responding because there was someone who said, if we change the rate now, we'll go into bankruptcy. And so this person is like, mm -mm, no. So, and here their credit rating is B minus or B negative according to Fitch, and we know they want a double A, if not triple A rating, but they're not going to get it for a while until they change the rate. Okay, let's see. Increasing the country's oil reserves will address the social and economic problems left by the current economic crisis and its inflationary repercussions on the local economy, especially its impact on social groups i.e. the lowest earners of the country. The getting them out of this mess, the role of fiscal policy lies in using the financial surpluses to the fullest extent. And then here, here's, it, of course, it's the last sentence of the article. Fiscal policy is working to combat the repercussions of rising inflation as monetary policy will have a broader role in the development of the country's reserves that support the purchasing power of the dinar, allowing the defense of monetary income and a broader purchasing power through a strict monetary policy. So that's what we want. We want them to support the dinar's purchasing power. And... Seemingly, the only way they can do that is, right, raise the value. So, let's see. So, here again, the rise in oil prices and the level of poverty are opposites in Iraq, and the victim is the citizen. So, oil prices should 
that, you know, they have an extremely high level of poverty, and they should not. And the rich are living well, but the poor are not. So this, this was a pretty good article. If you could read that, you should. All right. Then, um, more, there's lots of articles about, well, we're meeting and we're talking about this and we're going to resolve the political blockage before Ramadan is over, but they will not, they did not. Uh, they still have 10 days, but we'll see. Uh, let's see more about the blockage. There was, so here, according to these people, March 31st was the day that Sadar said, you have 40 days, and then I'll talk to you. So, 31st, March 31st, all right, so, mm, April has 30 days, yeah, so, okay, if April has 30 days, then, mm, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Yep, I watched Sesame Street growing up. Yeah, so May 10th. Now, May 10th is just the day that Sadar is going to speak to the people. And I fully believe there will be no negotiations. He's going to come out and say, you couldn't form your government. So this is what's going to happen now. And he's just going to dictate what's going to happen. That's what I would like to see, but we'll see. So May 10th, let's make a note. So if you're someone who can't stand the up and down and the listening to the mindless me talking, come back on May 10th and see what's what, right? Alrighty. Um, here, oh, this was, here, this is something people want to know. Where does the excess of oil price differences go? And I'm sure they're not telling the truth. Because he says, we do not have a financial surplus during 2021. Uh, yeah, I bet you did. But noting that the financial abundance of oil revenues was invested to cover the deficit. Uh, I'm not buying that. But, you know, at least they're addressing it. Okay, so these are today's articles. Uh... The central bank did a lot of talking over the past two days. Let me show you. Let me show you something. Okay, central bank revealed the amount of money in circulation, and 80% of it is hoarded in homes for one reason. And we know the one reason. The people don't trust the banks. Mistrust of some citizens in banks, regardless of whether they are private or government. They see them as high risk. And it's high risk that they keep their money at home because they could be robbed. Um, the money can burn or be damaged. But I like when they talk about this because in years past, they talked about the citizens hoarding money seemingly when it was about to revalue, right? But yeah, okay. Now, this is very interesting. Okay. The deputy governor of the bank talks about the moment of 2014. 
a terrifying collapse that we overcame with two measures. Now the key thing is, who was in charge in 2014? That's right, Maliki. Maliki was the prime minister, and he let ISIS take control <laughs> of the country, and he probably robbed the central bank. So, I find it very interesting that during the time when they're trying to form the government, and there's a lot of people that want a, a Maliki out of the government, they bring this up. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so that was pretty interesting, but that was not... Oh, this is good. Well, in case you're new... How long is it? Okay, in case you're new, when I say this is good because the people are going to protest, it's really not. I, I don't believe that because they tend to get beat up, kidnapped, and shot when they protest, but it seems to be the only thing that is going to cause movement, right? So that's why I say it's good. But anyway, so because of living conditions and the political blockage, activists and specialists expect the Iraqi street to return with force to protest. Yes, because the ones they just did were very peaceful, almost party-like, a party-like atmosphere. So, here, we, here it is. The factors that led to the outbreak of the October uprising are still present. And that was two years ago. The people, the demonstrations went on for a year. Over 600 people died. Over something like 22,000 were injured. So, um, but here they are. They're saying nothing's changed. Whether it be political, economic, financial, or social. There's still high unemployment, suicide is high, crime is high, drug use is high. See, they're not even talking about that, but some live on landfills. Yes, that is so sad. So, um, the activist, this person's name here, and just because they say her, it doesn't necessarily mean it is actually a female, but... Let's just go with that, that it is a female. <laughs> Predicted that the next few months would witness a strong protest movement. So, yeah. Uh, here's more about the budget, and there's ambiguity surrounding the draft law. And calls to amend the exchange rate. Yes, that's what we want. So, this was a pretty good article, too. So, if you can get past, um, there's not a lot of pictures. I know, we're adults here, but our eyes get overwhelmed when there's just text. Um, and there, sadly, the, um, the websites in Iraq are becoming harder and harder to copy and paste images. So, yeah, okay, let's see. I did like this article. This is the Deputy Secretary General of the Council of Ministers, Farhad. Hmm, let's see. Farhad Nematula? Nematula? 
Hussein confirmed on Wednesday that the government encourages foreign investment opportunities to work inside Iraq in all fields. And that's what, well, that's what they need. And that's what we want. They're encouraging it, but, you know, a better way to encourage it could be what? Uh, change your rate. Oh, and then here is just, I think this is the last article. Yeah, because below here is the word on street for the 19th. I did not do one for April 20th because there was technical difficulties. But um, I should be back on track for tomorrow, April 21st, which now I'm fairly certain this is going to post as of April 21st because it takes 30 to 45 minutes for the video to render and, you know, all that stuff. I'll try to get it to where it's going to post for April 20th, but I don't think that's going to happen. All right, so here is more about the little Turkish thing that I was talking about. The brigades, the Turkish military operation is an attempt to control oil and the Silk Road. The Silk Road is something you should really check into. It has to do with China and a lot of countries. It goes back to ancient trade routes. Yeah, so look that up. But what they're saying, so it, Hezbollah is a, uh, depending on who you ask, they're a terrorist group. Okay, I'll just say that. Because see, depending on who you ask, America is a terrorist group, right? Here we are, we give tanks and guns. I don't even know, I don't know the right word. They're really big guns. I don't know. Cannons? I don't know, but you know, we're giving all this equipment to Ukraine. So, if you look at it from Russia's point of view, they could call us terrorists, right? So, that's why I hate to call any group a terrorist group, because we don't know the full story, right? But, in both sides, there's a wonderful video on YouTube that's called All Wars Are Bankers' Wars. And you should look that up and watch it. It's very eye-opening. But yeah, matter of fact, it may be too eye-opening. But, um, yeah. Anyway, so they're saying Turkey's bombing the Kurdistan because they want to take over Iraqi oil and gas and control the Silk Road. And, you know, who's to say? Maybe that's the case, right? Well, somewhere there was a really good article that was um, a good summary of the budget, the 2022 budget, the drama that's gone on with it. Uh, let's see. Maybe it's on the other, maybe it's on the 18th. Maybe it's on April 18th post. I did go back and do that. I felt bad. I feel bad. I know I shouldn't, but... Because I know there's people who want to read um, read the news every day, and then I just forget uh, to do it. 
So, but I'm, I'm really trying to get better. Okay, so, hopefully, you're not asleep. Um, <laughs> I'm going to end this here. And, uh, let's see, tomorrow is Thursday. Who knows, maybe, maybe there'll be some good articles, maybe not. But I'll try not to go more than two days without posting. So, thank you for listening. Accumulate while we wait for the rate to appreciate. Hang in there. I was speaking with someone today, and a friend of theirs sold back their dinar um, after holding it for eight years. They sold it back, and I'm like, why? That, that does nothing. That doesn't help you in any way. So that's why I do this podcast, to try to show you things are happening, forward movement is happening, and just hang in there. Okay, so um, thanks for listening. Oh, you know, if there's a subscribe button where you're listening, subscribe, so that way you will be, well, if all technology works like it's touted to work, um, you'll get notified when I update. <laughs> and um, I did not look on iTunes, but I, I do believe iTunes has picked up my podcast. But everything, if you can't understand what I'm saying, or you can't find the links, you can do an internet search, Google search, whatever. My, F as in Frank, X, my FX buddies. And the links to find me should come up there. All right. Thank you. Until next time.